Thursday, July 8th, 2021. This is the Hermetic Hour. I'm your host, Poke Runyon. And tonight we will have very honored Frater Suen, and we will present a discussion on the Ars Notoria, a medieval Solomonic grimoire of prayers and meditations designed to assist in learning the Hermetic arts such as astrology, alchemy, philosophy, and even theology. Although attributed to Solomon, it is heavily Christian and filled with hermetic and magical lore. It was often included in the Lamegaton compendiums of Solomonic grimoires, along with the Goetia and the Almadel. It originated in the 13th century, but we are most familiar with the Robert Turner 1656 translation available from Trident Books, 1997. But we will also discuss Stephen Skinner and Daniel Clark's 2019 compendium of earlier versions. So tune in and learn how the old wizards remembered their spells. And uh, Suen, are you are you with us? I'm here. Oh, good, <laughs> excellent. Uh, let's uh, start off. Let's start off by uh, my uh, kind of describing uh, what this what what this uh, this Ars Notoria is, and and uh, how it originated, and uh, and then we'll get into discussing the unique qualities of it, and and how it uh, you know and and. And how you use it to uh, improve your memory about the various things. Uh, so I understand the earliest, the earliest uh, European version of it we have it comes out of northern Italy in Bologna, uh, sometime in the 13th century. Is that correct? That is my understanding as well on it. I mean, this is a really, really interesting and important book. Um, and as as you know, a lot of the prayers from it come from the Sworn Book of Honorius, uh, which is very special to me because I would not have thought ordination had it not been for the Sworn Book of Honorius. Well, you want to explain that a little bit more? I'm not I, I, I'm not so so sure. I'm not familiar with that source. What 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 is that source that that that, that you you say uh, uh, has has the uh, so the the Sworn Book of Honorius was a early grimoire, one of the earliest that we have. And the point of the Sworn Book of Honorius was to gain beatific vision. It was to be able to get the heavenly vision um, that was really, really necessary for Christian mystics. And it laid out a a series of prayers and a way of going about it. A lot of those prayers were taken and used for the more mundane and worldly purpose of learning other things and mastering theology, mastering medicine, mastering astrology, all of that stuff. Um, and that, that was how the, um, that was how this grimoire, the Arsentoria was designed. And it follows again, that more, that more Christian mystic leaning because it's, kind of modeled off of the offices, the the holy offices, which is, I find that absolutely fascinating. Yeah, now you, you've uh, triggered my, 
my recall on the Grimori of Honorius, and I, I, uh, I, I do recall that. And in fact, I had that. Uh, I remember uh, years ago, I got that uh, uh, that uh, little edition of it that had the uh, that had uh, the the little kind of green uh, green cloth cover, and and, uh, and it was uh, it was Daniel. I can't recall the guy's last name, but he uh, he had done it as a labor of love. And I remember it has uh, the the Grimoria, the, the uh, uh, Grimoria Venorius is is where the seal of God that that eventually ended up uh, as the sigil de Emmeth, where it originally came from. Um, yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they also you know uh, I think that the uh, Ars Notoria. Uh, may owe something to, uh, to to the Testament of Solomon, um, and uh, I know Stephen Skinner uh, is you know, fascinated with the idea that it's that it, that it is uh, that that, that uh, it's, it, he says it's not Solomonic that the 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 Arsenatory is not Solomonic, but I, I you know I can't agree with him on that because. Uh, it's 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 part of Solomonic literature, and even Skinner thinks that it may have originally had a Jewish origin. You know, uh, there, there was a uh, a book that uh, a Jewish uh, a sefer that that the uh, that the rabbis had, according to Skinner, that uh, the rabbis had a had a book with an angel of an angel that uh, uh, that would uh, teach you uh, that would teach you. Uh, the wisdom of the Torah, and and he thinks that might he he suggests that that might be the original origin of the Ars Notoria, um, but then he also thinks that it might have come out of Constant uh, out of Constantinople, uh, and through the Greeks. But uh, you know, one of the things I I have a kind of a problem with Skinner with this idea that. Everything Solomonic, as far as he's concerned, comes comes through the, out of out of the Greeks. Well, he's right, because but that doesn't mean that it didn't get filtered through Spain, and that would that would be where it would pick up its Arabian, you know, its Arabian aspects. Uh, and and uh, anyway, the, the the fascinating thing uh, that I find about the uh, the Ars Notoria is the fact that and, and Skinner points this out. Uh, is that it's a unique system. It 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 it, it, it really is a unique system because uh, you not only have these orations uh, that you that, that 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 you that you do that that help you learn these various subjects, but you have what what they refer to as the notas uh, or the notai, uh, and these are kind of like. They're kind of like sigils, and they're like, and I think they're the origin that there were Masonic trestle boards originated, and uh, and there's a, a lot of influence on the Ars Notoria and Masonry, I think, uh, and and uh, these notai, these 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 graphics, uh, which eventually are, I know they're the source of of, of those Rosicrucian. Uh, yeah, you remember uh, Hartman's uh, signs and symbols of the Rosicrucians, all those uh, those elaborate diagrams. Oh yeah, those look kind of familiar they, now. <laughs> yeah, they. I think I think that's where that's where they come from. Is the Ars Notoria, you know? Uh, 
they would, uh, I mean, Hartman filled a whole book full of, uh, uh, full of these Rosicrucian drawings with all the, the, these uh, symbolic uh, you know, spheres and, and, and Hebrews, Hebrew uh, formulas and everything, and kind of like mandala, sort of like the Tree of Life. And and um, this is this is what the the notas that the, the, the notai I keep wanting to call them notas that they're 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 they're, they're, they're a singular nota but the plural is notai I think and these these notai in in the Ars Notoria they're like uh, they're like tarot cards or tarot cards or uh, or sigils uh, magical diagrams that that are, and that incorporate the text of the of the the orations, uh, and and according to what Skinner says is that that the, this this that the notai are, are the most important part of the of the system, and and he points out that the 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 the, the Ars Notoria that we're most familiar with, of course, and that's Turner's translation, which is the one on Trident books, is the Turner Turner. Did uh, you know he 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 uh, had his published and printed in 1990 in in uh, in uh, um, 16 let's see when was it uh, 1656 and it, and it got it had got bundled into the and everything else and and it, it obviously was popular but he didn't have any no tie there were no no tie in his uh, in in his version of the uh, Ars Notoria. And the no tie, of course, without the no tie, the operation uh, it just really is, isn't complete. Um, oh, maybe uh, that's why Wade ignored that. it. What? <laughs> maybe that's why Wade, Wade ignored it, because A.E. Wade just completely ignored it. <laughs> well, I can understand that, uh, because, uh, however... A lot of people didn't ignore it because it, it was very popular. It has been uh, in Britain. and uh, and you know I I read it I read it years ago and I reread it before we you know I reread uh, Turner's uh, version before we did this show. And by the way, uh, I discovered something as a result of reading the Ars Notoria. And oh, and well, then, yeah, well here. This is what I want to get into. I mean, this I think is very significant, and uh, I, I'm going to uh, I'm going to pick up Skinner. By the way, uh, Stephen Skinner, Daniel Clark's book. It's a great big. It's a big doorstopper of a book, but it's it's uh, it really is it really is very very worthwhile because because he they, they emphasize the uh, they emphasize the no tie in the book, and they have beautiful reproductions of them, and it's kind of a catalog of them, too. And uh, so, anyway, while I was it's getting really ready for this me. show, well, while I was getting ready for this show, I was reading, what, I was reading over, uh, um, reading over the, uh, 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 I don't know, again, hang on, I'll put the phone down, i got to turn the page. So why Pogue is turning pages, if you guys want to see this, if you check out um, – just plug myself what? a second. I'm plugging myself for a second, Pogue. So if you watch my Hacking Fate YouTube show, uh, channel, 
um, there's a book behind me to my right, and it is this this book because it's like one of the most majorly books that is out there in my opinion. It's beautiful. Which the the Ars Notoria is the book that's behind me in my YouTube videos. There's like a really oh, big oh, yeah. book behind me. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, going to uh, page 190, uh, page 190 in, in the Skinner Clark version. And this is this is uh, where he's got the uh, Turner translation. And I'm going to read this, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, good, the goodness of this oration and the attaining of the effects thereof is read in that psalm wherein it is said, Follow me, and I will make you the fishers of men, as he said and he did. We know that it is not in our power that this oration is of so great virtue and such a mystery, as sometimes also the Lord said to his disciples, this we are not able to know, for this oration is such a mystery that it containeth in it the great name of God, which many have lied in saying they knew it. For Jesus himself performed many miracles in the temple by it, but many have lied about it, what he did, and have hid and absconded the truth thereof. And so, and here he inserts number forty-five, which is which is the which is the uh, the nota that, that applies to this to this uh, oration. That none have declared the same before it came to pass but we suppose have spoken something about it or concerning it. Now, that that great name of God is several things. It's, it's the original name of God before before Ezra, you know, rewrote the Bible and 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 and, and put uh, Yahweh in the uh in all uh, all uh, the God slots. Uh, and so it's originally it's 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 Elion, and uh, it's also that that's the lost word in masonry because because when Solomon built the temple, uh, that was the god that the, both the Phoenicians and the Hebrews both worshipped. No, not the Hebrews, the Israel. Let's don't call them Hebrews. Let's call them Israelites. That's the name they all they they worshipped. Was was God was Elion, and that's what they built the temple for, and that's the lost word because that that's the word that unified them, and and that's you know also that's the uh, the word uh, of Jesus's father because Jesus's father was not Yahweh, that 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 was that was inserted later, and and uh, by the way this is also this this is also in the first conjuration of the Lamegaton. Uh, Elion is Elion is up in the celestial area, and, and Yahweh is down in the uh, in the elemental area. Uh, so they they were aware of it in the in 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 the Lamegaton. But anyway, what we have here is a reference to, uh, uh, to to Elion. But if you read the oration, which I'm the whole oration, which I'm not going to, you won't find it in there. It's not in the oration. There are a bunch of barbarous names, uh, uh, you know, that some some of them are Greek and some of them are just uh, barbarous. And that's, by the way, 
while we're on that subject, um, if you recall, the sworn book of the Norius is full of all kinds of, it has its own language like like Enochian, except of course it doesn't have a syntax and a grammar like Enochian does, but it does. It has its own its own strange language, and that, that strange language also shows up in the Ars Notoria. Um, but anyway, um, if we go to if we go to forty five in the notai, and that's the, this is it is not in as I say it's not in the lecture, or if it is in the lecture, then Turner Turner knocked it out if it was in the lecture. But we go to um, go to the catalog of the notai, and he has a wonderful Skinner and Park have a wonderful catalog in here with um, thumbnails of all the uh, of all the notai. Number 45, on page 115, number 45 is in the philosophy category. And there's, and there's a notai for one, two, three, four, five different versions of the uh, Ars Notoria. And that notai, if we go to, uh, if we go further on, it's full size. The notai, the notai is reproduced full size on page 323, and you will see that there are eight spheres, eight eight spheres in the middle pillar, and um, the one next to the bottom has two angels surrounding it. And that must be the one uh, that they're pointing out. But they have in in these in each one of these spheres, they they there's there's a Latin script that's written, and it's legible. And uh, but my Latin is my you know I've had four years of Latin, but but it, 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 I'm going to have to use the Ars Notoria to brush up my Latin, frankly, because I have to be have to dig into this. But anyway, you've got a you, you've got what looks like the middle pillar of the Tree of Life. With a straight line chakra system like ours, and and um, have you have you got uh, have you got uh, um, Schenner's book right there where you can go and take a look yeah. at this? Yeah, I, I will. I will have it in just a second, Poke. Yeah, three twenty three. Three twenty three. All right. So, um, yeah, you, you keep going, and I will catch up. Okay. Anyway, uh, so. So we got on three page three twenty three. We have a, we have a, uh, it's it's probably probably not full size, but it's at least a half size reproduction of the notai uh, on the secret the secret name of God. And like I said, this thing looks like a straight line chakra system, um, and uh, and it has and 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 in in each one of the spheres the Latin text. And it's obviously it's obviously the text of the oration, and and probably so uh, we have a, an ongoing mystery here. This is like an Indiana Jones thing. I mean, you know, uh, you go you, you dig this thing out, and 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 and, and here it is. And it looks like we've uh, it looks it looks like we have found a, a rather profound secret. Uh, that that that's been revealed in this process, but this is the sort of thing that you have with the Ars Notoria, and I think I think this this uh, finding the secret name of God is is 
it's a very uh, you know it's a very good way to introduce this book to uh, to our listeners uh, to realize that you can do something like this and uh, and and uh, and then I. I'm not trying to put down Turner's version. I think Turner's version will work, even without the no tie. Uh, okay, Michael, what are you, are you looking at it? I'm here. I'm looking at it. What do you think? I I think that you might be on to something. My Latin's worse than yours. I just have a, a semester's worth of it, so I definitely want to read through those with you. Yeah, well, we've got to dig into this one. Uh but uh let's uh uh let's mention something else about uh about the in favor of the of Turner's version. Uh Skinner Skinner and and, and, and Clarker are of the opinion that that the Ars Notoria is number one not really Solomonic. And I think they're wrong there. And and number two, they say that it that it is that it, that it, it doesn't have any any connection to other schools of magic. That it's a separate school. And yet, and they they will concede that it has some lunar that it has some lunar mansion correspondences. They'll concede that, but they they minimize it. And but they, 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 you know you read the you, you read the Ars Notoria and and you can't escape. The astrological, uh, uh, the astrological aspects of it. It's very, very astrological, and of course, uh, the the whole the whole Solomonic school of ma- uh, magic is astrological, and uh, and you know they have, they they have a problem. They they say that so Solomon the Solomonic magic is all Greek. Well, yeah, but so so is all so is so is all. All magic, everything that came out of Alexandria is Greek, and and including the Jewish stuff, and it, it's all Greek, and and and, and it went, and, and another thing they seem to forget that that most of the Middle East was Christian before it was uh, before it, it was Muslim, and when the Muslims took over, uh, they took all that uh, all the Greek the Greek magic, and they ran it. And it got run through. Uh, it got run through Haran. It got run through the, uh, you know, the school of wisdom in Baghdad, and 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 then it then it all got run through Spain. And if you wanted an education in in Europe, you know, back in the in the tenth and the, the tenth and the eleventh centuries, you went to Spain. That's where you went, and that's where all this stuff got filtered through. And Skinner. You know, Skinner does. Skinner still doesn't know about the magic of Solomon, the the the, the, the medicine of Solomon, the grimoire. You know, that that, that followed uh, the testament of Solomon. He doesn't. He doesn't even know that existed. Uh, uh, what do you What do you think about the, this idea that 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 all the, all the Solomonic magic is all Greek? Uh, well, this is going to get me in trouble with with the grimoire purists. Um, so I, I think that we have to take a look at everything in the context of the culture that it came down to us. It might've started out as a blend of Greek and Egyptian magic, but it's been with us for over a thousand years at this point. And it's not exactly what it was. So you can't just go back to a point in time 
and say, oh, no, all of everything before this point is fake, uh, everything after this point is fake, because it's not. It grows the same way language grows, the same way culture grows. So with with this, we have something that started out as pagan Greek and pagan Egyptian as a kind of amalgamation of the two with lots of philosophy thrown in. And then it became Christianized, and it came down to us in that form, and we can't disrespect 2,000 years of culture and 2,000 years of growth because this is this is still part of a living tradition as well. It's it's not dead. So it's it's weird to go back and say, oh no, everything's just Greek. Let's recreate the original. And I love the research that a lot of the grammarists are doing, but I think that that's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, and uh, by the way, I I uh, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to mention uh, uh, the uh, the other systems of memory. Now, now the Ars Notoria is is to enhance the memory, and and and, and it's for academics uh, and for monks uh, to learn uh, languages, learn philosophy, learn liberal arts, and 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 uh, they, the the whole purpose is 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 sort of intellectual stimulus. Uh, but the Ars Notoria is not the only the only memory system from antiquity. In fact there were there there were numerous there were numerous memory systems. Uh, and in fact when and uh, this whole idea of, of coming up with systems of, uh, to enhance memory goes back to classical times and I think Pliny the Elder was probably the first one to come up with a uh, with a with a with a memory system. Uh, and I know also Giordano Bruno did a great deal. Of, and this was this and this this was a field, and it was called mnemonics. Uh, I don't know yep. whether I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, I don't know whether I'm pronouncing that correctly or not. Uh, uh, mnemonics. Uh, and Bruno Bruno had. Uh, had a couple of systems. He had one that he used uh, mythological tags, uh, tags from mythology. Bruno loved mythology, and he loved to criticize the the, the, the classical gods, and he also loved uh, you know to use them. And he used uh, he used classical mythology as memory tags, and he also developed something else that 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 got into masonry. And that was using a building to memorize some, to memorize a, a lecture. And if you, you know, if you were going to give uh, Bruno sister, if you were going to give a speech, you're going to give a long speech or a long lecture. Uh, the way he suggested you do it was rather than, you know, rather than write a bunch of three by five cards like we do today. He suggested, he suggested, imagine a building, build. Build a building in your imagination and let that building and as you go through the building, that is your speech. And and you you uh uh you 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 go through the building and and you know, I think this uh this this evolved into the middle chamber lecture, you know, that, that we do in masonry. Uh, uh you, you wanna give us give give us some thoughts on that. 
Oh, sure. I mean, but Bruno's memory palace was like absolutely insane. If if you look at the images of it, like if, if you built something the way Bruno did, you could memorize encyclopedias. Um, that thing is, is massive. Um, and that's the way that he, he set it up because the, there's the, the classical memory palace, it's, it, it it started out as as the the memory loci things, and Bruno took it to like a whole new level, um, and I I really really admire that. Um, I've played with memory palaces a little bit myself to memorize um, some of the the more detailed astrological things, like um, knowing I have a I have a astrology teacher who um, who had me use that to work on learning the bounds and things like that from memory and that helps tremendously and I've been applying it to Masonic work too. Um, I've been slowly getting my lodge involved in that. So I agree with you that it's, it's something that Masonry really used to have and needs to get more of. <laughs> well, you know that, like I said, when I'm looking at the no-tie, uh, looking at the no-tie in, 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 uh, in, in Skinner and Clark's uh, compendium, uh, they 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 remind me of the Masonic trestle boards, and and uh, and then you know when I'm when I'm going through the uh, I'm going through the uh, the Ars Notoria, and one of the orations, they have you they have you drive a couple of nails in your wall, and hang yourself on the nails, and then and then say this 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 oration, and I thought this is where the Golden Dawn got their uh, got their 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 cross of obligation for the RRAAC, you know. Uh, this is where that came from. And and uh, the 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 Ars Notoria, uh, one of the one of the problems that some people are going to have with it is is it's it's very very Christian, and 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 you might even say call it Swedenborgian because it's just it's it's so it's so uh, overloaded with uh, with 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 uh, praise of God and 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 all of the stuff that that that, that our pagan friends and and uh, and all don't like, you know, they they don't like all this insufferable uh, uh, piety. Uh, so the Ars Notoria is very pi is very pious, and of course it tells you to fast and be and be chaste, you know, before you you do these orations and all that and. and and you know, of course, the, the curly crowd isn't going to like that. So, but anyway, I think that uh, I think that the Ars Notoria, however, and their and its method, I think it's very, very worthwhile. And uh, uh, what what do you what? think? Uh, well, what? So I, I will I will go ahead and respond to some of that because I would like to. So, as as a as a Christian Gnostic bishop. I, I cannot be too upset if if our pagan friends turn to Christianity some because they want to practice this. Um, but I have to kind of plug that. But the the other thing with it is, I mean, when it comes to to fasting and chastity, that goes back to the Jewish purity laws, and there's there's a whole magical tradition involved there that's mirrored in the the way that we interact uh, with the world. So, you, you know, there are coaches before football games, they won't let their players, like they'll tell their players don't have sex with your girlfriends 
because it's going to affect your performance. And that's, that's kind of what's going on there is if you're going to approach God and if you're going to step into a place where you're with God, then you're going to want to be as potent and as strong as possible. So you want to be as full of life as possible. Food weighs you down and so do indulging other things. So that helps pull you into that space and it makes you more potent whenever you're doing those kinds of prayers. Uh, at least that's a theory. And I can, um, we can maybe discuss that later because that will take a little bit of research to go deep into. Well, actually, I, I agree with you. And, and, uh, and frankly, the, frankly, this is, uh, uh, the, 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 we've said over and over again, uh, even in the in the in the in the in the outer in the outer order in the OTA, of course, is the outer order is pagan, and then 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 as we go into the inner order, we become uh, we, we we transition into Christianity, uh, and uh, it's still if we it's still it's difficulty. I find it difficult, and I and I imagine you do too. You do, trying to get a pagan. Trying to get a pagan to be pious, and and trying to you know trying trying to get these pagans to be pious because they have been conditioned by uh, you know by the Thelemites and by and 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 all of the Luciferians and all they they just been conditioned that this uh, that the piety is just uh, and and and, uh, and uh, worship worship of God is just is just you know, it's just something abhorrent to them. And many of them have suffered. Uh, many of them have come from fundamental Christian backgrounds where, they, uh, where they've been, they, they've been kind of abused by all of this, most of which comes from the Old Testament that doesn't come from the New Testament, uh, most, of the, most of the abuse. Uh, and even the Book of Revelation. There's a lot, of, a lot of Old Testament stuff in the Book of Revelations, too, as we know. However, uh, as I've said over and over again, religion is the power of magic comes from religion, and you can approach religion as uh, with the with bhakti yoga, you know, uh, and make your uh, your belief and develop your faith and develop your uh, and develop it because it'll help you, and this is what. When you know, if, if, I, if you're going to uh, minister to um, to uh, to, uh, to magicians, I'd say I'd say um, yeah, find you know, find Jesus, and then and, and and that will give you magical power. But you're going to have to believe, and 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 if you and, and believe because uh, start start believing. Uh, just to please your own ego, but then eventually you will, if you work hard enough at it, you will you will eventually become you will eventually become uh, a worthwhile pious human being, and and so maybe maybe it's a backdoor approach, but but I think uh, I think it's worthwhile, and and right now right now I'd like to and I'd like to encourage all these people all these pagans and Thelemites listening tonight to us to, to think about it. Uh, you, you, you're, 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 uh, 
your your polema isn't working for you. I know it isn't because I know I know I know too many Shalomites, and I don't know a single one of them that has done that that that, that that's done them any good. And it left him, and you know. So go ahead and give. Go ahead and go ahead and give give. Uh, give God, give God and Jesus a chance. You know, I mean, uh, it, it, uh, everything else is pretty much failed for you. So, so why don't you, why don't you, uh, why, but do it. But if you have to have an excuse, call it Bhakti Yoga. <laughs> yeah, and just, well, uh, I, yeah, and and I agree with you that a lot of a lot of the the just knee jerk reaction against the Christian workings. It comes from that place of pain, and I definitely understand that. Um, I myself was raised Southern Baptist, so I get it. The the thing oh, that I would say, though, is that with those – the people that really inflict that on them, they believe that everyone owes God everything and that you have to do everything for God. And that that's kind of a, a weird way to look at it because did you ask to be born? No, you never asked to be born. So if you didn't ask, what 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 happened there? You you were just kind of given this, and what what do you owe at that point? You don't owe anything. I mean, yeah, you have to do stuff to stay alive, but why do you have to stay alive? You don't have to do that. But God needs you. You were created so that you could help in his work. So if you're going to take the Christian worldview, I suggest that you take it in a totally weird direction that doesn't match what what the people that did those horrible things to you do, did and actually see it as, hey, you know, this this God needs my help. Let me help God restore, and God will help give me the power to help do what it is that God needs me to do. Yes, I agree. That's my, like, tiny and- homily. <laughs> And what is going to happen, uh, and I can predict this just as, uh, you know, my predictions are 99% correct 13% of the time. Uh, but 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 I, I predict that shortly, we are going to shortly, within the next year and a half, we're going to see a definitive Ars Notoria with, with no tie that that are readable in English, you know, all the notai are interpreted in English. We're going to see that somebody's going to produce that, and they're probably going to use the Turner translation, you know. But but they're going to they're going to they're going to dig through all these notai and they're going to they're going to come up with with a with a with a workable uh, with a really workable and a really usable uh, Ars Notoria. I'm sure that's going to emerge, and I want to thank. Uh, I want to thank uh, uh, Mr. Clark and, and uh, Dr. Skinner uh, for putting this this this, this book together, uh, which will from which from which the definitive modern Ars Notoria will arise. Uh, I, that's going to happen. And uh, even though I have my you know I have my differences with 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 the uh, uh, with Stephen's. Uh, uh, was Stephen Skinner? He, he, he know he, he, he and I, he and I agree to disagree on a number of things. But this, this book that he put together uh, with with uh, with this with this Mr. Clark uh, is a certainly a great contribution. And uh, and as I say, from this from this book, uh, a modern 
arsenal notoria will arise, which we will be able to use very definitely. What do you think about that? Well, I I agree with you because so one of the things that Skinner's been talking about a lot is he's been working this system himself, and he has written um, a volume two of this, which is trying to be more practical English. So there's a volume two that's out right now, but it's hard to get your hands on it. Um, I pre-ordered it, and I'm still waiting for my copy of it. Um, so Skinner has done some of that work. I mean, the, the other thing is, you know, if if more people start working it, we can discuss it too, and it will flow into the community. I mean, there are so many little things that you can do to help supercharge it with more astrology knowledge, um, and that's, that's one of the really cool benefits to this. Like if you've read some Ficino and, you know, things like, okay, well, I want to study during the ninth hour of the day, so, you know, around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, that that will also help that kind of that kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, uh, speaking of that, uh, the uh, uh, Skinner has. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm fishing for something. I, I'm fishing. I'm fishing for something that I that I that I that I'm. It's right on the tip of my tongue, but I can't quite, I can't quite grab it. Anyway, uh, this 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 uh, uh, this Ars Notoria, uh, uh, oh oh, that that it, it's the in the in the uh, in the Turner translation, the one that gets included in and included in the Lamegatons. He has a, a Judicial astrology catechism, and and uh, this is a an article which he extracted from another book, uh, and I don't and Tom Turner doesn't cite the author. Uh, it's another book called Leonidas. Uh, uh, I don't know whether you're familiar with it, but there in in the Turner in the Turner translation is this uh, uh, this this judicial astrology catechism. Because Turner, Turner felt that that even even the, you know, the Elizabethans were were heavily into uh, uh, judicial or, or electional astrology. Even though they were, there were still a lot of people. That was the age of reason, and and there were there were our age of reason was just beginning, and that, and and there was a lot of criticism of astrology. So he included this treatise on astrology. And and Skinner cut it out. He 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 he, he didn't reproduce it in 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 in, in, in his uh, volume one book. Uh, but I think that 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 little you you've read that you've read that treatise on uh, judicial astrology and Turner. I'm sure, I'm sure you have. I have, but I have I have read so many treatises on judicial astrology written from that time period. <laughs> So it would be hard yeah. for me to pull that out. I should have reviewed it before the show, but yes, I'm I'm familiar with it. Oh yeah, well, well that, that, I think that 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 that's very definitely should remain in the Ars Notoria. I don't think it should be cut out. I think it should stay in there because uh, people need to understand. And you know, uh... all right, I'm not sure if it's 
Coke or if it's me who's not hearable um, on the interwebs. So I'm talking myself right now. Patterson, are you still are you still with us? I am. Can you hear me? Oh, good. Well, my battery died. Uh, my okay, battery good. Died. Well, I I was just I was just explaining to the audience the way that you actually work the arsenatoria. Um, so after you have your dream and you're told that you can proceed, then you proceed and you study and you perform certain prayers at certain times. And eventually, for that very last month, the sun will enter into the appropriate sign, and then you wait for the moon, the new moon. And after that, yeah. when the new moon hits, that gives you your lunar days. So you follow through from there and recite the prayers and examine the note. So there you go. That is how you actually use this book. So, Pope, go yeah, ahead and take us back away. It's a lucid dreaming program. Actually, it is. It, 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 it's a lucid dreaming program. It's also visionary. Uh, that's 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 what the the monks uh, the monks used it to, to, to generate visions, and and uh, so it wasn't just just academic. It it wasn't just for uh, for academic study. It was also for visions and dreams, and and uh, and of course naturally it got into some criticism because. Uh, because uh, uh, the, some of the barbarous, you know, the barbarous names and and some some clerks said that, that they were demons, you know, they weren't angels, they were demons and whatever. So it it, it, it came in for some criticism, but generally speaking, uh, it was it was you know approved and used by by the clergy and uh, and, and all. Anyway, um, it uh, the. Uh, the, the whole program, the whole Ars Notoria idea and program is is very very important and has been very influential and and uh, and I'm as I said I'm very very pleased with with what Skinner and Clark have done and and I'm looking forward to that second to finding that second volume uh, you know somehow or other I want to get a, I'll get a hold of it and uh, and uh, you got any you got any uh, last uh, Thoughts. Oh, I would. I was talking about uh, about Warnock and his uh, and his book, um, the uh, the Elizabethan World Picture. You're familiar with that? So, yeah. So the the Elizabethan World Picture um, is written by an author whose last name starts with a T. And one of the things yeah. that yeah, I know I'm awful because I don't have it in front of me. I think it's like Tilly, but um, oh, I'm probably wrong on that. Yeah. It's a wonderful so, book, and I, I understand why Chris Warnock wants wants all of his students to read it, because it 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 it, it introduces you to the Elizabethan mindset, and the Elizabethan mindset is definitely hermetic, no doubt about it, and 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 this this will convince you of it. And the author is a is a scholar of Elizabethan literature, you know, uh, uh, Paradise Lost and the Fairy Queen and Shakespeare, you know. That that that's his field. But, Absolutely, but he, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a completely different way. It's it's viewing the world as a series of chains and how you fit into the world in the broader context. It's entirely different than looking at everything through the atheistic yeah. materialist worldview that we're used to. Yeah. 
by the way, I want to get uh, I want to get you uh, and Christopher Warnock together on a show, uh, uh, basically about uh, election astrology, and 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 let the three of us uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, sort of have a have a have a symposium on this, and and I and, uh, I think this would be a very good idea. So let's let's work on it and see if we can put that together. And uh, that just about uh, that just about wraps wraps us up on the Ars Notoria. Uh, and uh, like to you know once again recommend uh, Stephen Skinner and Clark's book uh, on the Ars Notoria. And and uh, and you know and. And I will still recommend. I'll still recommend uh, uh, the little the little version by Turner because you know at least even though the no tie aren't in there, uh, if you get <laughs> you you're going to eventually get the no tie anyway. You're going to you're going to have to if you're going to do the uh, if you're going to really do the R story. Anyway, thank you so much for for uh, coming on board, uh, uh, Carter Suan and uh, and. And your grace, uh, Bishop Michael, and and uh, uh, and take care. Be well. My my best to your to your to your lady, and and uh, and let's all come back next week for another hermetic hour. And until then, good magic. <laughs>